Okay, are we good? We're good. Trevor's feeling better. What's up, y'all? <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of NAR Talk. I am Corey, your host, and with me, as always, is Lori, and who's going to attempt to steer this train wreck directly into a fucking tree. And we got Trevor, our recording engineer. I'm back and feeling a lot better. And my man ain't hung over no more. I had a sinus infection. He drank too much. And then he got a sinus infection. Because he drank too much. So I don't think he gets a sinus infection are from true. drinking. <laughs> I did drink too much, and you shouldn't do that. That's what children do, but I did it. Uh, but I was actually extremely sick uh, last week. Because he drank too much. Felt terrible. Drinking kills the immune system. I Maybe did hit up that neti pot, though. Oh, where you pour the snot out. I've got this like medical-grade neti pot that you squeeze the do you bottle. Do the brine? Yeah. yeah. And so I have these like very special neti pot salt packets you can buy that shit at walgreens dog just because it's got the picture of the i'm not saying it's just got like, an old white guy on the side of the box yeah. so you think it's special well, so they got de- white guy? I, i'm not saying that uh, <laughs> deepak chopra gave me the neti pot i'm saying <laughs> it's medical version and it, you squeeze it and it forces the saline it, yeah. solution through your nostrils it's awesome Corey's claim to fame is he never gets sick so oh keep that in mind good for you for every time he gets sick yeah, for real. I don't. I'm like Wolverine, son. Except that last time you got sick. That was 14 hours. I, I sick for 14 hours. Well, so I nailed it all in one day. Uh, Wednesday morning, I was back to work. See? That's all it takes. Good Still immune sicker, system. longer than I was. Maybe. That's still up for debate. You and my entire family. How come I didn't get sick? I don't know. I, had, I usually get sick of my family. I did. I had spray butter for 14 hours. I've had... <laughs> I have had like awful allergies my entire life. Yeah. So I oh, sometimes you don't one of those know. little kids? Yes, I oh. was one of those little kids. <laughs> you got but, a bubble? But sometimes I didn't like I don't know if I'm sick or not cuz I'm like, oh, it could be allergies." Yeah. <laughs> it is any month of the year. Yeah. I did touch that thing. Yeah. That I'd never touched before. I don't have food allergies. Those people are weak. That's I what have I'm talking about. hay fever allergies. What do you mean weak? <laughs> What does that mean? Weak. Salt. It's just, it's you know me that's because of our. For my, you know that's because of our food production, right? My allergies. It's it it, it has little to, less to do with our actual Better immune system. through chemistry. <laughs> so much as the government control over our food. Yeah, it is pretty busted. It's pretty fucked up. Um, Tyson Foods, y'all. Yeah. What up? <laughs> I've got a sunburn from welding. Yeah, that happens. Fucking sucks. It's starting to it's feel a lot like summer. And- Hell no, it's starting to feel like <laughs> summer. We had, what, I had two. It's the worst place to have it. It's like right where my, my cuff hits, so I've just been rubbing it all day. Oh, God. I had two people call me for help this week because their motorcycle's fucked up. So that means it's starting to get warmer. Yeah, because yeah, they were riding it and realized And it fucked up on the One side of them of the was Lori. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was me. My brake fucking... Locked up in the middle of the street mm-hmm. in traffic. Some, that met, was really fun. And Tyrone was out there on his Chinese scooter, and he. Well, looked, that was after he had his cane. He walked over he his with, cane the, with, with his, his cane first, and then he went back to get me um, to get me a wrench. And then when he came back, I watched him walk up the street to his scooter to get on his scooter so he could <laughs> drive back to give me the wrench. I think he, he wanted to show me that he has a scooter. Tyrone was cool as shit though. He had like weird, like crazy 
like little John hair. Yeah, no, Did I really do. It? Yeah, it was like dreads and. I do want to say a huge thank you to Tyrone and the other guy that was on his scooter who helped me on North Ave in the middle of traffic. Seven p.m. last Monday, yeah. last Friday. Oh, I thought you meant like men in tights. Oh no, not a Robin. Row is not a Robin row Hood. And a toe is a toe. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get no toe, and we can't eat no row. I guess Little John just has dreads, though. This dude had—I don't know, man. It was cool. It was like all braided. It was kind of like—I don't even know. It's just old dude hair. Tyrone, old who does dude your hair? Haircut. If, you, if you out there listening, hairstyle. I'm trying to get trying to get what your hairstyle is. Even if you like, after you said dreads and braids, I still thought like Celtic dreads and braids, <laughs> like Little John. You're just too allergic to shit, thinking of just Celtic I'm people. You on the whitest shit ever, Trevor. That is a good movie, though. Does someone say a Blinken? <laughs> you know why that's so good? Because it's a, it's that. Who's that director? Mel Brooks. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, one of He's the funniest hilarious. dudes of all time. Cool. So, Nar talk conversation. Motorcycles. I mean, men in tights is pretty gnarly. Everybody's riding their motorcycles, so, so then yes. therefore they're getting stuck on the side of the road. Ooh, I was working on my motorcycle yeah. uh, yesterday or the day before and did my first weld in like 14 years. Yeah. It, it came out perfect, no. actually. I wouldn't go Hell so far yeah. to call the motherfucker perfect, but you I know, think it'll work. You know, those who can't weld grind, so yeah. he did, he did a grinding. really good grind. The grinder <laughs> definitely was working in my favor. Yeah. I love that grinder, that flapper disc. Flappers. Yeah, everybody was getting into the welding. I think that's great. I'm glad we have a TIG. I'll say this. It I makes was... me feel, does it make you think of, it makes me think of UFOs and volcanoes. Like, so that's what I'm thinking about the whole time that I'm TIG welding shit. I think about, like, the beam, like, tractor beam, and then there's lava. <laughs> what surprised me yesterday is how much work and how long it took for me to fab out one. One little bracket. Oh, tiny yeah. little bracket. Yo, for real, ordering brackets from TC Bros is the shit. Yeah, or they, they or don't low know brow what size I have no nah, but if you can just order the like it's like fourteen bucks you get four of them mm-hmm. they're perfect yeah <laughs> it saves you it's ridiculous it, how much it is that was really cool to tell me yesterday they wouldn't have they wouldn't had what you oh needed. that's good but I'm saying if you're just like trying to make a tab I'm on that custom yeah how many tabs I've made you know what I mean I'm yeah. done making tabs order <laughs> just keep bags of tabs lying around or we just need to get better tools more tools. Like a CNC. So like we can make a CNC, our own yeah, exactly. Like, or a punch. I'd, li- I'd like to have a punch. Yeah. Fuck drilling holes. Yeah, that... Uh. <laughs> Laura, you were drilling holes I was drilling a lot of holes. Like, well, yeah, because I had to make a whole new brake rod and then make it work on my my custom bike. Speaking of brakes, you don't have any brakes on any, any On vehicles. anything. Yeah, the brakes went out of my truck, locked up on my motorcycle. What is the world telling me? What's the universe telling me right Can't now? Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's done. Cool. So we had um we have a caller tonight. We do. Frank. Um guess what Frank's problem is? What's Frank's problem? Iron heads. <laughs> oh weird. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna give him a call, but before we do, I wanna I wanna uh do a little vocabulary lesson or whatever list of terms for everybody to understand what we're going to start talking about because some of this shit gets really confusing and the point of this podcast is to learn but also to you know have fun oh my tripper looks allergic learning is fun (laughs) (laughs) uh so Corey, i'm gonna ask you you ready (laughs) okay all right first question what is torque rotational force okay great 
How about horsepower? It's the amount of work a horse can do. <laughs> yeah. It is the amount of work a horse can do. I know. But what the hell does that mean? Dumb as fuck. That's what it means. <laughs> well, no. So it's, it's a, a cool. Super old, stupid measurement. <laughs> it's cool. And because... hold on. Look, because you could have a sick horse. You know what I'm saying? And that right. horse no, might not be able to do a lot of work. No, they're talking about an average horse. Your average. So what is an average horse? They're, uh, That's well, on a European scale, though. Racist as hell. <laughs> the they European were trying What about an Indian horse? An Indian or horse? Or an African horse? Or an African horse. It's an average horse, guys. So take I mean, I'm saying, the average I feel like, of all of those horses. I feel like a, a like a, a cowboy's horse or Indian's horse could do way more work. There's more endurance. You mean a Native mm. American or a Native Right, so if you had a horse land, that was used to being out on the range like all the time. Hauling ass. Yeah. That's a lot of horse. That's better than like probably my horse. So, all right, horsepower. <laughs> just sitting around smoking back. weed. <laughs> 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 just eating out of big, I don't know what, fuck. Wooden feed bag, yeah, <laughs> of just more weed. Why does my horse smoke weed or eat weed? I feel like your horse would just be stoned. I don't know. <laughs> Playing video games and shit. He needs to get his act together. Not or me. she, twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen, lady, lady, lady horse. Okay, so define. Okay, so it's a measurement real. of work, and technically, what they the reason that they chose a horse is because. Um, they were trying to compare the amount of work a horse could do to what an engine could do. Like a, I guess it was a steam-powered engine at the time. How was work or defined? Or coal-powered What's engine? What's the definition of like John Henry? Well, Watt was the guy's name. Probably a John. John Watt? Sounds J.J. Right. Watt. J.J. That's James, John, some white guy. Um, but yeah, it was, so it was the amount of work a horse could do compared to the engine. And uh, I think the definition... Wait, Watt came up with horsepower? Yeah. I don't really? know if that's no, the same Watt. Watt. Did not. No. It is. I just read about it. Oh, maybe he didn't come up with it. Maybe no, he just he was like one of the people that, the to watch. use it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so he's just real he smart. He didn't come up with Watts, but they're named after him. He discovered Watts. Was Watts a discovery? Mm, no. Watts is, uh, is also a power unit. Yeah. So Watts is electrical power. Here's where I come in. Come <laughs> on in, Trevor. Come on in. Watts is your volts times your current. Okay. So that's how you get your power. So, I don't know if it's the same Watt. Maybe it's just the same Watt family. I'm about to Google this shit. Hold up. All right. Well, anyway, horsepower. The amount of work it takes to move 550 pounds in for one foot in one oh. second. Or 330 or 3,300 pounds. The God term. Damn it. Oh, no, 33,000 pounds in one foot. A Scottish engineer named James Watt. Yeah. To compare the output of steam engines with the power of draft horses. Boom. Noted. it. I just read it. <laughs> no shit. Well, I also read I it. I don't think it's the same Watt. The, yeah, I don't think it's the same Watt. Same Watt family. Anyway, yeah. Was the other Watt Scottish? 33,000 pounds, one foot in one minute. All right. So that's what it takes. So when your car can go one horsepower, <laughs> or when your car is what? Or we were motorcycle is... Hold up, yo. It's saying that can horsepower I, is measured in watts. Can I finish? <laughs> I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> Wikipedia's can blowing you, my mind right now. Can you listen to <laughs> other people in the room talking? My bad. I'm done. <laughs> Dead air. Well, yeah. So if... So can I finish? Can I finish? Your engine can has okay, a horsepower finish. rating, right? <laughs> Like however many horsepower my shovel head has. Right. Two. But it has a different torque ratio at different RPMs. Yes. Yeah, so those are in, exactly, those are all in uh, comparison to each other. So typically, um, 
I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look and make sure that I say this shit correct, too. But yeah, typically it's like um, horsepower is torque multiplied by your RPMs. Oh. Yeah. So they all have to. They work in tandem with each other. So. Mm. So the power of the engine needs to generate torque to operate at a higher RPM. That means that as my RPMs approach zero, my torque approaches infinity. <laughs> okay, cool. So hopefully everybody's thoroughly confused by now. That was the one math joke I was asked to provide. <laughs> you, you just got <laughs> did it. Did you write that one beforehand? <laughs> no. You did a great job. Um, the last... So anyway, torque is rotational force. Horsepower is, um, you know, amount of work, a measurement of work, but technically it equals torque multiplied by the RPMs, uh, the rotations per minute of your of your engine. And then Corey, you ready? You still reading? Well, I'm looking because there's there's a thing, right? So as if you look at a dyno sheet, and you look at the curves, horsepower versus torque, because that's what a dyno measures, right? Yeah. So as at a certain point, horsepower and torque are going to cross. Right. And then <clears throat> horsepower is going to increase while torque decreases. Right. At that point, horsepower is going to surpass torque. And I think that's, so that's when why they you say would... high end horsepower, low end torque. Right. At a certain RPM, they will cross. Yeah. Because yeah. as your RPMs reach infinity, your torque reaches zero. <laughs> um, another way that somebody <laughs> would describe it is like when you first, you know, give it shit ton of throttle, that initial like hold on is your torque. And then mm. how long you have to hold on is your horsepower. Mm. Which is a cool way. I think to, that's a, it's probably, and yeah. And how long you hold on is after that point is when horsepower starts surpassing to torque. take it over. Yeah. Um, so after everybody's confused from that definition of everything, the last thing I wanted to touch on before we talk to Frank is gear ratios. Gear ratios. How do they work? Uh, driven divided by drive is the math formula. And for, for your gear ratio, so you take the number of teeth. So you have a driven gear and a drive gear. I don't even know how else to explain that. It, that seems pretty self-explanatory, right? I think right? so. Input, you output. Have, you, okay. have a, you have a gear... One gear drives another gear, so mm -hmm. that that gear is your drive gear. So if you're thinking about on like on a transmission, your your main shaft with your sprocket on it that mm -hmm. your chain attaches to, that's the drive. The sprocket on the wheel is the driven. Right. All right. So all throughout the motorcycle, you have driven and drive gears. That's the end. Mm -hmm. The wheel is the last one. So you can go all the way back through. Because uh, like the primary gear spins really fast, and it gets slowed down at the transmission. Is that right? I don't know what a gear. I guess you could bring the primary into this because that's a whole. Well, that's a gear ratio. There, there's, yes, no, it is. There, there is, is a gear, gear ratio. ratio. Yes, yeah, so your primary is your drive, and then your transmission side would be your driven. In that, yeah, in that relationship, just, yeah. The, the I don't engine, know, is there a difference? Are those sprocket. equal to each other? The engine would be the. So it would not. They, they would not be equal to each other. So what? Um, not direct. You're you're basically making a comparison between those, and it's the rotations that each would make in comparison to each other. So you can do that by counting the splines or counting the the teeth. the teeth on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you could count the number of teeth on your driven and then divide it by the number of teeth on your drive and that would give you your ratio. And you'll get something like 1.86 or yeah. something. And so, that would be your gear ratio. Mm -hmm. so. so that's important when you're talking about transmissions, when you're talking about... And these fools must have gone through a million gears to figure out like the good ratios. Oh, yeah. Because they all have the weird numbers. They're all like 52 and like 43. You mean well, it also like the depends ratio? on what, what kind of outcome you're looking for. Yeah, like the number of teeth that's on these right. gears. It depends on what you're what you're trying to yeah. accomplish. Though. Right. You know, like like it, a drag bike can be very different. Close. Yeah. You, they, you have what's called a close gear ratio, and that's why, like, basically, that means you're shifting hella fast, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're getting you're going to get up in the RPM range a lot faster. Yeah. Most most like uh, cruisers <laughs> are going to be geared wide wider. So it's because they're for cruising, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to, you want to like first gear is going to be a little bit longer, second, so and so on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So but, that's, that could be like, so if you want to beat somebody off the line, you want close. If you want to be able to cruise comfortably at, you know, a good RPM, less noise, less engine wear, you're going to have a wider yeah. range. Yeah, so this is in relation to the transmission gears. Um, there are other factors relating to that as well. Tire yeah. diameter. Exactly. Um, sprocket, final drive right. sizes. Yeah. You know, like when we talked about four speeds and shit, and I was like, just throw a fucking, you throw a larger gear on it, you're going to be able to cruise a little bit easier. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um when we talked to frank he specifically was looking at transmission stuff so we'll see what he has what his questions are and i we saw on instagram already that he was trying to yeah, he got a manual so we had to get books he was trying to study up real quick trying to make me look like a dummy before we called him i think he internet. was more concerned about himself looking like a dummy no i know which is hilarious to me because it's like do, have you heard the podcast yeah. like do you know what we sound like do we want to go ahead and try to call him yeah that's let's, dope because he thinks we're smart yeah. <laughs> Little does he know. <laughs> if y'all just Googled what I was saying, you'd know I'm full of shit. Well, so that's what's hard is that like Googling it and reading it, it makes sense. But then being able to talk to somebody about it, like that's, that's a whole nother level. So I feel like listening to us maybe can help people understand, but really you got to go back and read the shit. Mm -hmm. and make it make sense in your own brain. And I was trying to explain to somebody about their sprocket differences on their... Oh. You got it? Okay. Their sprocket differences and how um, changing their rear sprocket... Would change Would things. change certain things, but I was trying to explain it in terms of, like, pedaling a bicycle, like, up a hill. So. Is that Frank? Hey, Is that Frank? Frank? Hey, what's going on? Frank! How y'all doing? You're on the air, man. I'm excited to hear it. Frank, where are you? I'm in uh, Villa Rica, Georgia. Where the hell is that? It's just west of Atlanta. Oh, right on. Hell yeah. Frank, can you hear us okay? Are we coming through clear enough? I can hear you all. I got a little bit of an echo, but it's all right with me. Okay. That just means you can hear yourself, too. I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We're stoked that you, uh, that you sent us a question, um, which has made us read a lot of shit about gear ratios in the last few days um but can, for all the callers you want to you want to ask your question on the air yeah i got a 1977 sportster 
Ironhead XLCH 1000. Um, it's kickstart only. I've had some transmission issues. I listened to your first episode of the podcast and heard a guy talking about slipping out of first gear, which is similar to my problem. Cool. I've decided I will go ahead and purchase an Andrews gear set and shafts. Yeah. But before I do that, I want to make sure that my, uh, my tower, the shift pole support and all that is cleaned up. And yeah. then I just had a general question about the W and the C ratios on the first and fourth gear that Andrews lists cool. in their ad. Awesome. I feel like we're really ready to answer all of these questions as soon as Corey gets to the right page well, I wanted in the to, Climber's Manual. I wanted to, so I got my Climber's Manual right here too, bud. I saw you had yours out. Heck and, yeah. And so you, I know you said you had uh, the, a bunch of the gear dogs were worn out, right? That's right. Yeah. 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 And uh you said didn't you say the shift forks were straight? You checked those, right? I went through and I checked the shift forks. I checked how they slid on the rod and how I changed the top hats. I put some new top hats on. Mm -hmm. uh, a new shift lever because my old one got uh damaged. I, I laid it down once. But I guess my main question is determining whether the Andrews will solve my problem or if I'm going to drop 700 bucks and still slip out of first. Well, if, if the dogs are the problem, then yeah, you just got to make sure that nothing else is the issue, you know? I, uh -huh. So, <clears throat> um, I know there's a bunch of shit in that. This is what I'm trying to find. There's like a there's like things that are supposed to be shimmed in that transmission. Did you? Uh, hold on. I noticed the gears are supposed to be shimmed, and there's an end play. There's tolerances there. Yes. That I was going to cross that when I went and got the new gear set. Okay. The bike is pretty clean for a '77. I don't think many people have been in it too much. That's a good thing. I think so. I mean, you know, there's no telling, but, um, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, less, the less hands it's been through, the better, honestly. I mean, you checked your, uh, the pole, right? The shifter pole and all that. The, there's the poles and the pole carrier and that whole support tower. I'm... Haven't checked all the spring lengths and make sure I got the right springs. So I don't know if that's acting properly. It seems tight. It seems square. And it's but, just, you know, it's, it's only shifting in. I mean, it's only popping out in first gear. You said, yeah, that's correct. If, if I go from second, uh, down to first or from neutral down to first, it, it gives me, uh, Sometimes it'll give me a little bit of grinding noise, a little rough sound, mm -hmm. and then engage. And then if I stand on it or don't, you know, the, the shift lever that is, if I stand on it, it still will slip out at times. Okay. And it's only gotten sounds, worse. That sounds like what old boy, because he was saying he could stand on it and it would. Yeah. I would check. I mean, those. If it's only in those gears, I would definitely check the dogs on those gears, and they're probably worse off than the other ones because you hit first more than any other gear. 
and that that shift fork um if you lay a straight edge on it because even the slightest bend in those will be an issue for them popping out of gear you know what i mean i hear you um i don't think they're that expensive so it might be worth replacing the forks yeah i mean if i would that's i would suggest replacing forks and things like that before changing the before unless you want to have new gearing you want to take the whole shit apart i know i know i mean i hear that i'm just saying like (laughs) if it's doing what it's doing it sounds more like a shifter issue or like the shift fork issue rather than the actual gears themselves because it's only that it's only that first you know it's like you said it's only first gear that you're having the problem with so i don't can you buy but you just wanted to do all of them while you were in there type of deal I don't have a problem replacing forks. I yeah. got a little bit of wear on the surface of one that I don't think is too bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see where the, the gear it engages has worn a little bit, but it seems straight, it's straight and it has, it doesn't seem like too much wear. Yeah. Um, I don't mind throwing those in there. I'm going to rebuild the tower, make sure that's good before I drop big money on the, Andrew's set. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the whole fucking transmission at that point. Yeah, you basically you bought, know what I mean? bought a new one. I mean I've been through it uh three times already. It's back in the bike right now. Mm-hmm. But I'll be getting into it shortly. So you're an expert at this point. <laughs> I've done a lot to this bike and before this I've had no motorcycle knowledge. Yeah. I'm a welder fabricator. You know, I, I do a lot of my own work. Yeah, I saw also outside of bikes. chassis and fabrication. That's that's you, right? I'm I'm born and bred out of mini trucks, so gotcha. you know, blame me for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of fun. Though. That's super fun. Those are even bigger toys. <laughs> yeah, and just like the Harley, none of them work. <laughs> that's the best part I about a yard these toys. Full of cool stuff that just doesn't work. <laughs> It also says the insufficient shift lever spring tension, which I've never actually dealt with. The, the spring wears out over time. Yeah. And it, yeah. But I would think that that would affect all the gears. Yeah. And that's what I don't know about the, the Paul Carrier, the shift tower, we'll call it, with the cam plate and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, like you said, I think that would affect bigger things, but there's measurements for the free length of the springs inside of there, and I, I haven't done all that yet. But yeah. Next time. Yeah, I mean, I just... Let me see. You said it's a 77, right? 77. Well, we... Oh... Uh... We looked up a little bit about what you were asking about the the close versus the wide mm-hmm. as well. Um, I think basically, I mean, Corey can uh, elaborate a little bit more on that, but I think that's it's going to relate mainly to your shifting. So like a close range is going to be, um, you're going to be shifting more often. It's more of a n- narrow operating speed on those. It's kind of like drag style transmission mm-hmm. versus the wide. It's going to have, that's going to be more for your cruising so you're going to have a longer uh, operating speed per gear. Does that make sense? 
It, it does. The uh, I know the four speeds have the problem with not having the fifth gear. Of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's the darndest thing. Right, but <laughs> the fourth, I mean, with Harley way. transmissions, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth, like your top your top <clears throat> gear on those is still going to have the same ratio. It's still going to have a one-to-one ratio. So like fourth gear, yeah, you're, you're, you're not going to have a fifth gear on there after that. But I mean, it's going to be... It's going to be essentially doing what a fifth gear would do in a five gear transmission. So it's still going to have the same ratio as far as like gear ratios are concerned. So are you more, what's, what is it that you're trying to get out of that transmission? I guess is. Well, I'm going to replace the gear set and shafts with the Andrew kit. Yeah. And they offer multiple options, right? There's stock gearing, stock gearing with the, I think it's the close four. Yeah or stock gearing with the wide first yeah. or wide first and close four. So there's, there's four options there. And the reading I've done says the uh, fourth gear will give you a little more legs so you have a nicer cruising speed, right. like RPM. Right. And then that offsets the first gear. Right. So by widening that, you get your lower torque ratio back. Right. That's exactly correct so like what kind of riding are you trying to do you want to cruise or do you want to be able to like take people off the line and if race I them could get the bike off the stand it'd be nice <laughs> you want to just ride it at all fair enough um i mean i i've used it kind of as a commuter so yeah. i got a little bit of back roads a little bit of yeah. interstate um dropping the rpms at interstate speeds would be nice it wouldn't shake as much and wouldn't scare me so bad yeah i hear you (laughs) yeah you know so yeah it's also it's better for the engine too Mm -hmm. because you're not you're you're not winding it out as much so it's less wear and tear on the engine and you probably get a little bit better gas mileage which is what we're all concerned about yeah (laughs) so much yeah thank you frank for making the joke i was about to make I think I heard you make that once before. <laughs> don't don't take away all Trevor's material now. Yeah. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> it's all right. So yeah, because there's like I'm so I'm flipping through this and there's this transmission gear spacing check where you're supposed to check them with a feeler gauge. Um, and that has to do with the shimming and all that. What was that? That was a puppy dog. Uh, that was a garage door opener. <laughs> close. You were close. <laughs> um, and it looks like they offer shift forks in different widths. Now, I got, as I understand, those bikes came with the stock length from the factory. One of my forks is a plus 20 length, and the other is the stock. Is hmm. it a length or a width? Well, uh, it's the measurement from the center of that top hat support, you know, the centerpiece, to the length of the shift fork from that, as I understand. Gotcha. Yeah, because it says shift forks are available in 20,000s oversize and undersize for use when the correct clearance cannot be obtained. Which I was like, oh. That's funny. Why is that funny? Because they're just like, hey, just put in a bigger one. It's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, things wear out. You know, why not? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. It's just that, I, I, like, that's a, like one of my favorite things about 
old Harley stuff. It's like, I just get a bigger one or just get a smaller one. What was the thing? Like, just grind it down, like get a grinder and fix it on the, on the, Oh yeah. The turtle top transmission, (laughs) the turtle top four speed. Yeah. Where you grind that plate, which he has in his transmission. Yeah. That plate that they used in those turtle tops. That cam plate. Yeah. Cause you, cause they have a plate. They don't have like a shift drum, like the, the big twin trannies. See, I'm completely illiterate to anything outside of my bike. I understand. That's okay. You know, I've, I've learned some here and there, but this is the only thing I know. They're yeah, all- but that that Paul, the Paul is what keeps that that plate from turning when you don't want it to. Mm-hmm. And usually, <clears throat> that is the culprit for gears coming in and out. Because that's what's supposed to keep it from moving, like when you're you're engaged into a gear, mm-hmm. and those things get worn because they they get worked a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, every every gear change. Yeah, and there's a spring in there that's supposed to keep it locked in. Also, I don't know what that plate looks like. If the if the grooves are kind of fucky. And the Paul isn't able to seat properly, that would make it jump out of gear too. Because I mean, that's essentially I, the job of it. Not only does it, you know, it moves the forks, but it also is supposed to keep them from moving as well. You know what I mean? Understood. So that's, I mean, really, essentially, that's something is is allowing the gear to move when it's not supposed to, and that is the Paul and plate's job. So what would it? What do you think it would look like if if it was fucked up? Like what would he see if he goes back in there and looks at it? I mean, is it just wear marks? Is it gonna? Just yeah, have, I mean like, they're gonna be worn, you know. But it also, there's that spring too. So if yeah. the spring tension sucks, okay. On the pole, then it's gonna allow it to pop out. Is there are, are there parts that Frank could purchase to to help fix it without having to buy the whole shebang? I would I would start with that Paul and the that spring. Mm-hmm. So testing, which I can't imagine would be expensive. Yeah, which we have also just devalued Frank's time tremendously. How so? Because we're like, ah, oh, take the whole thing out of the bike, do this one little fix, put it all back in, go ride it, see if it <laughs> works or not. Or Frank, while you have it out, you can put all those new Andrews <laughs> gears in there. Too. Well, that's, I'm looking, I'm looking to see, but I, it, it does. I, I kind of agree with Corey that if, if the issue is it popping out of gear, then I feel like it wouldn't necessarily relate to the, the gears themselves so much as the shifting forks and such, or this, the, the Paul plates and stuff. I'm trying to see what the, what the book says for like, testing that or so you said you've had it out of the bike a couple of times is that because it was doing the same thing and you tried to fix things Frank? Yeah, to, to kind of throw it back to Tripper there uh, I'm going to be through this thing probably five more times before I solve it so I'm not worried at all okay. about you know, time <laughs> look man I had your back I appreciate it hey thank you man but no I'm, I'm like I said I think my, my route here is I'm going to rebuild that tower yeah which you know, has the shift pole in it and all that and yeah. make sure that's squared away and see if it still fucks up. Yeah. And if, if I can sort out that tower and make sure my shifting, pro, you know, that, that end of it's all right, then I'll throw the big money at the gear set. Yeah. That once seems, I know it's in there. 
That seems like a logical uh, approach. Yeah, I, I think that, I think that's gonna take care of it, man. I wish I knew like, I somewhere in this fucking book it's got. Wait, hold on. Maybe oh my I god, <laughs> this is <laughs> shifter mechanism. Remember how you were trying to prepare before we called him? Shh. Didn't you mark pages? No. Fuck no. Yeah. Why would I? Uh, and that? then as far as the types of gears that you're looking at, I think the W's. It just says excessive wear, Frank. So you just, if you see any excessive wear, it's fucked. <laughs> um, examine the pawl carrier for wear or other damage. Hey. Replace the pawl if it, oh, here we go. If it is, what the fuck is that word? Why are they using big words in this? This is for mechanics. What is that? What is appreciate? Is it appreciable bully? <laughs> appreciably? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> to a degree that you can notice. So you replace the pulse springs if uh, they're appreciably shorter than one and seven thirty-two. There you go. Of an inch. There's a measurement. What the fuck does it mean? I've always done, I've known. Does that mean known. like like? A little bit shorter or like a lot shorter? Like you can appreciate that it's shorter. <laughs> you can appreciate it. There you go. Is it 30 seconds or 30 half? 30 seconds. 30 half. 30 half is different. 30 half is just 15, dog. <laughs> right? Ooh. Or 60, depending on which way you go. Nerd. All right. So take it out and measure it. What are you measuring? Yeah, that's what it says. The pawls so must move freely. Yeah. yeah, replace the pawl springs if they're appreciably shorter than 1 in 32 seconds. Uh, the pawls must move freely in the carrier. And you need to insert the pawl springs in their respective holes and check the operation. And they should move freely. I don't know. I would... I would so simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would look at the, the pawl. Man, I really... I think if you're planning on replacing all that shit, you're probably on the right track, honestly. All right. Yeah, and the W gears, I think, those wide gears, because with the <clears throat> four, only having the four gears to work with, having that little bit of extra on the top, on the fourth gear, um, will probably make it a smoother ride for you at higher speeds and longer distances and stuff. All right, so my understanding of the W and the C gears kind of makes sense that it should lengthen out the legs and yeah. kind of bring the, the short end back in. Yeah, and it's basically I like, should... do you want to race people or do you want to keep up with them? You know what I mean? I mean, it's I mean, it's a little thousand cc. I mean, it it's surprised some people in the past. You know, I wouldn't mind stretching its legs a little bit. That it was that was Harley's race bike, man. They're quick. I mean, you, it was you, the Sportster. You, you can tune them up. You can you can get you can get some some shit out of them. That's I guess for sure. the the whole point of it though is that it's they'll all fit. It just comes down to your preference. Like how yeah, when you rebuild this tranny, you might as well just make it the way you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. I would go with the 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 wider gears personally for street use. So the, the W and the C set would would probably be the healthiest option for it. Yeah, because you said there was a mix set. That's what that one is. What is that? Wider, yeah. wider first, and no, or is it the opposite. other way around? Yeah, the other way. Close first and wide fourth. Is that right? All right, that's probably right. I might have had it backwards. That way, you can do wheelies and it. then cruise. 
Yeah, because if it's a close first, that, that'll give you a little more ass off the line. And then when you get up, you'll be able to cruise a little more comfortably, which that could be fun. That's yeah. like almost the best of both. Yeah, it's ideal. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about doing. I just wanted to hear what y'all had to say about it. That one sounds more fun to me. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. More hot rod. Cool. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Any, I mean, uh, it's an XLCH. It's competition <laughs> hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So how? but whatever. <laughs> um, how'd you hear about us, Frank? Uh, somewhere on the Instagram, somebody yeah. posted that sweet picture of uh, Corey in the shop, and I jam out the podcast all day long at work, and hell yeah, looked it up, and my podcast player plays plays backwards, so I heard five through one. Okay. I reached out to y'all like episode two, and then dude asked a question about slipping out of first on the Sportster, and I was like, oh shit, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's a common problem, so it's a question we should address more often. Um, We had to call it a boat anchor, so I feel all right. (laughs) (laughs) What other podcasts do you listen to? Oh. Uh, I listen to the Rolling Tips and Tricks podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, making it with Jimmy DeResta. I don't know Clark that one. Clark Howard, of all things. Who? <laughs> Clark Howard, he's a local economist. Okay, cool. You know, talks about money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be weird if an economist talked about food or something. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm an engineer talking about motorcycles, so. That's, that makes that sense. That makes sense, Trip. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, yeah, anything else, Frank? Uh, you want to give yourself a shout-out? Anybody looking for uh, fabrication chassis fun fun work? Down in Georgia? Down in Georgia. Down in Georgia. Give that's Frank right. a call. Find me on Instagram. Yeah. Frank's Chassis and Fabrication, and that's really it. Hell yeah. Cool deal, Frank. Awesome. Thanks well, for the call. Thanks for the support, man. We appreciate it. Um, also, if and when you do figure out whatever happens, just hit us up again and let us know. Or ride that sucker to Richmond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, one day. Yeah, if replacing that Paul works, I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, check out, uh, check out the Instagram. It's got pictures of the bike. and Cool. I'll send. I can post up a little bit more. And yeah. I'll keep it up to date and let y'all know. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, Frank. Thanks, Frank. Talk to you soon. I appreciate being a part of it. Y'all take care. All right, bud. Good luck. Bye. These daggum transmissions. What are we going to do about it? I don't know, but I, I love. I was just thinking about how it's kind of cool that we just the internet, man. I know my gut's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is cool, man. The internet and is cool, man. I do think it's awesome that we can reach people from Georgia. And, and talk to them about whatever and they're just sitting in their garage and trying to figure it all out while you look at the manual <laughs> well because I'm I'm like honestly this is why because I was like well man he wouldn't ask this question if he had listened to the episode one mm-hmm. so that mustn't be the problem oh. so I was trying to think of a different problem right because I was uninformed that 
he had written a question before he listened to episode one. You right, see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I got you. So you're questioning yourself. I was questioning myself because I was like, well, he, he obviously had already looked at the shifter, Paul, because he must have listened to episode one. Well, he did after he after the asked fact, us After the he asked the question. Yeah. So that's why I was like, what else could it be? Right. And then I was like, man, it's got to be the shifter, Paul. And then he was like, yeah. And then I listened to him. I was like, well, shit. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> definitely the shifter ball at this point. You know what I mean? Um, so all of our research about gear ratios and what whatnot, uh, what was it that you found about them, them Baker transmissions? That they solved some, some major issues? Oh, the Baker six-speed? Yeah. Man, that thing is sweet. Tell, it's also about $3,500. Tell $3, the people about it. Tell the people. Well, they have they have two different options. First of all, I think the coolest thing about it is that, that main drive gear bearing. They put in a taper bearing as opposed to the roller bearing. And why is that? Because the Harley deal? the Harley bearing sucks. I mean, we replace main drive gear bearings a lot. They go yeah, out a lot. Probably at least ten a year. So they've <laughs> and we've only been open for a year and a half. Two years. So <laughs> two we've years. done twenty. <laughs> yeah. But uh I mean I use I've done them a lot. It's a it's a really <laughs> common job and um putting that putting a taper bearing in there. Is fucking brilliant. How does the taper bearing affect what it's doing? I think I'm not entirely sure to be honest with you, but uh-huh. I think that taper bearings probably. My guess is that they can handle a, a side load a little bit better. Gotcha. Because of the way they're shaped. Right. Because like a, a standard bearing is only made to handle rotational force. Right. Where like so that's why. Like neck bearings were tapered, mm-hmm. early wheel bearings were tapered, mm-hmm. and I think that's because they can handle a little bit of side load as well. Gotcha. And you have a fair amount of side load on a main shaft because the engine, your sprocket shaft is pulling, you know what I'm saying, essentially on the on the, the transmission shaft. So why hasn't Harley gotten their shit together and figured that out? Probably because it's too expensive. Yeah, to put a, a tapered bearing. Yeah, I mean, it's a $3,500 transmission. Mm-hmm. So like, they could make it for a lot less though. I mean, yeah, I they mean, probably you, could. you would think that if somebody had figured out that yeah, but Baker a... got the patent now, so uh, in your face, so fuck them. Yeah, good. But good I think good. that's I think that's a super smart idea. Yeah. What was um, the other thing? It's got well, they had two different versions. They had a street version, and then I think they called it the strip version. Hell yeah! So like, one's supposed to be like the <laughs> the drag. Or the race version, I guess. And the street has, was it one, one, two, and three had straight cut gears. Right. Four, five, and six were helical. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the race tranny had all straight gears mm-hmm. because straight gears are because you get you get more more engagement as opposed to helical. But helical are quieter and they don't tear up each other and they're like a smoother transition yeah they shift a lot easier because mm-hmm. they're side load they're right. angled right you know what i mean so they can slide in and out smoother as opposed mm-hmm. to the straight gears where you know it's almost like someone like thought about it a little know? bit yeah it's <laughs> cool they probably probably thought about it a lot mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like like can you imagine if someone rode motorcycles for a long time and was like I'll probably make this a little bit better. And then they did. Yeah. The yeah. dude's name was Baker probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Baker. I think his full name is Baker Drive Train. Jim Baker. Actually. 
But I no, it's like a buddy of mine were talking about this yesterday, how like you know, like Harley has done they've progressed as far as their technology is concerned, right? All the way up to like where they're at now with the Milwaukee eight, right? Mm -hmm. So they've got it's got eight valves, it's got all these other things and you know it's supposed to be a good engine like twin cams fairly reliable they figured those things out but they don't look as cool right but yeah. then you take like sns has repopped the knuckleheads and shovel heads and pan heads but they've improved where harley fell short on those designs yeah they have those pan heads that have like real power yeah they have real power they're more reliable because it's like they were able to take a step back and be like okay this is where all the issues were let's take care of those and make them look cool basically yeah. which isn't isn't that kind of the whole point of progress is to fix the shit that sucks yeah so what's wrong with harley well they just rip off everybody else's designs right they wait for everybody else to do something and then they do it like the new the new sportster <laughs> engines where the new sportster tank where they actually i actually picked up i actually totally forgot about making fun of this <laughs> so all, all everybody that's been amf amf tanks that were so expensive over the over the past couple of years and they've gotten so popular and people have been repopping the decals well harley finally decided to follow suit and the new iron 1200 has uh has essentially amf decals on it <laughs> i think they changed the font a little bit though well it says harley instead of amf <laughs> that's a big one <laughs> and it has a bar and shield as opposed to the bowling logo but um yeah classic harley man they just wait for everybody else to do anything then see if it catches on and then decide that they're gonna do it too 10 so, years later though. yeah 10 years later it's like chaver guys were taking sportster parts and putting them on big twins and then harley was like wait a minute that's a great idea <laughs> we could do that we'll call it the fx series it's factory experiment and then it stayed yep and then Good it, for them. yeah but it took them a while to get there yeah, because they haven't made anything like of their own since what? since the knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> since the knucklehead, they, they came, really nailed it that one yeah, time. <laughs> they were like, they were like overhead valves, and it was like, holy shit, that's a game changer. And they're like, all right, now we ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's just our crude. Feet well, because that was when Harley was actually designing, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think his uh, his son designed the panhead. I think. Okay. And then. I don't know who designed Third generations shovel. never do anything good. You're right about that. Well, probably at that point, they had all fucking team of engineers. Like, let's be real. Yeah, I know. We're like shitting on this company that probably has a whole team of engineers right now working hard. <laughs> They're sitting on Instagram stealing designs. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, because seriously, the Iron 1200, right? They're like, AMF stripes. Put one of them Sons of Anarchy fairings on it <laughs> oh. and some mini ape hangers. <laughs> Your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> That's what they did. They put like all well, the things into one bike. They're not wrong. No, 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 they're not. That is what everybody wants. Because guess what? In fifteen years, you're gonna look at that bike and be like, "Yeah, that's a pretty cool bike." You're like, "That's I don't custom." Think so. I don't think so. You're like, "That's custom." In fifteen years, when we're still doing the Nerd Talk podcast, yeah. we can look back on this day and decide. Um. So, oh, I had a thought. Forgot it. Oh, what's the new TV show that you were saying is coming out? That's like oh, I heard American Chopper's coming back. Right, and that was in the late nineties, early two thousand, early two thousands, probably that, where they just yelled at. Was that the show with the dad and the oh, and they just yelled at each other and they built crate motorcycles and then <laughs> and then Big Dog and him and, 
And uh, what's the other one? American they American were all great motorcycles, weren't they? <laughs> oh, they were yeah. so bad. So I was like, I was like, someone, whoever told me about this, I was like, oh, well, shit. I was like, what if they were like, what if they start building like what's cool, right? And maybe mm-hmm. like it, because the grand, in the grand scheme of things, the fact that the show's coming back, like during that period, the motorcycle industry fucking skyrocketed. Like I remember talking to teachers of mine at MMI that were mm-hmm. saying they got flooded with people that wanted to be in the motorcycle industry. Like it was insane. Because there was there was like that show, and then there was a handful of other shows, and uh, so like it could be good for sure motorcycle culture in general. But I was like, what would be even better is like, what if they were actually building cool motorcycles? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, I'm gonna check it out. So I went to Paul Junior's website. Oh fuck's sake! He's still just building trash. Well, that's okay. It'll keep the parts cheap for us. Yeah. It's there. It's like I'm just like, oh god. Well, what if they made choppers popular? I'm okay with that. What if they made? Are you? Are you really okay with that? I really am. Why is that? Why wouldn't I be? I don't know. I mean, the other day you said I mean, you were kind of scared. Choppers are. You're kind of scared that people might like start ripping off the style again and trying to make it cool. The only people that are going to rip it off is trying to make it cool is going to be Harley. Okay. And me. And the people you're not ripping it off, Trevor. You're living the life. <laughs> the people that the people I'm that aren't aren't really into choppers are. I mean, choppers are kind of a, could be a gateway drug. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's to like rice to more burners? to more choppers, <laughs> or just to to motorcycles. Okay. In general, you know, it's like right now if you're thinking about. The, I feel like Hondas are the gateway drug. Hondas because could you be. try it and then you're like. This sucks. What everybody else is doing but looks I way that. more fun. I skipped that and went right right into choppers. Yeah, you're special, but you know other people in the world aren't. Yeah. And that's why you're the host, Corey. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know about all that. But I think it's a, I think it's a it it could do some good for the motorcycle industry because it could get some people interested. And honestly, like, anybody doing anything with motorcycles is good for the motorcycle industry. Yeah, really, because you know even if it's bad news or whatever, bad publicity. There's no such thing. No such thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the, the the same thing. Like, like I love motorcycles. Like I love crotch rockets. Yeah. I love cruisers. I love them all. I just, I will shit on Harley whenever I feel like it. Yeah. Because they're a big corporation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. Evil Corp in general, I I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. But I will always shit on corporations. But yes. the dudes up in upstate New York or whatever, mm-hmm. good for you guys. <laughs> Who Orange County Choppers? Mazeltov. Yeah, those guys. Isn't yeah. it weird that it's Orange County, New York, and it's Orange County Choppers? Yeah, there's no oranges. Are up you there. serious? I never knew that. I always, anytime anybody said Orange County, I never have seen it. I, I just always pictured Southern California. But I, th- I do That's think that like it could be new to me, and it's fine because it'll just it'll just help separate whatever. I mean, if the people, big dogs, the big dogs, God, so, it's just such a bad look, but you know, whatever, if it gets people into like, what if people, what if they start building the 26 inch front wheel and the baggers, the baggers, you know what I think? I think my, the thing that I don't like about those shows though, is people are like, Oh, it's, it's so, so easy, easy to build yeah. a motorcycle. <laughs> Meanwhile, it takes me three and a half hours to weld up one little bracket. You know, but I mean, that's the reality of it, right? Yeah. And these guys in like a shop, like in a shop, like, with all the right tools. Yeah. 
they're like, oh, yeah, we'll just, all right, so we're going to order the engine. And then I don't know. I mean, I've, I mean, you totally could do that. Yeah. There's a couple of different shows that a lot do of that. I mean, that's just, that's TV and that's reality TV, honestly. If people think that reality TV is real, then. I mean, that, that show was never, that show that, was never about the bikes. It was about those two just screaming right. at each other. <laughs> that was like the whole fucking show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I think that was my, my biggest problem with it. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of what they build, but like, I like the shows where I can actually watch them and fucking learn something. Yeah. You know what I mean? For where serious. I'm like, Oh, that's cool how they did that. And in that, it's like, oh, that was pretty sweet how they took that engine out of that box and put it in that frame. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, look, they're using bolts. Cool. Yeah. Gave themselves a fake deadline of tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, man. We just got to paint it red and put a fireman hat on it. <laughs> Lance Armstrong needs this bike. I'm pretty sure they did one for Lance Armstrong. It only had one nut. <laughs> <laughs> and half a handlebar on it. <laughs> it had one half a can stain. <laughs> oh God! It only had one wheel. It was a unicycle, <laughs> single cylinder. <laughs> Just <laughs> I got so many bad jokes right now. All right, what was the show that they uh, that they started uh, filming at Skidmark? The they gave oh, two teams. The they had called? like. 36 wrench against the machine wrench against the machine machine that was that was pretty sweet i wish they would have kept going with that did they just run out of money they did like 12 episodes yeah you could see as the money deteriorated yeah. throughout the season it was pretty cool though i mean the concept there was like a it was like that television the cooking show chopped mm -hmm. where you get you know but with motorcycles so they had two teams three people each they gave them each Very a motorcycle and a fucking clap yeah three thousand dollars Well, because the first episode didn't they give them like a brand new indian or yes. something and there was like and they were like they just had to turn it into a new bike yeah they, they gave them like a genre or whatever that they had to turn, yeah, turn it into it um and then they <clears throat> yeah then they gave them like three days three thousand dollars three dudes or whatever three people um, and then they raced him at the end, or they just had the judges. I mean, it did have to run. Yeah, it had to run, and the judges got to ride him and determined like aesthetic and handling, handling, and, and all that, shit. all those yeah. things. Um, yeah, Roland Sands was like one of the judges. <laughs> God. That guy, yeah, that guy bums me out. Who is that? Um, Sorry, Roland. He, <laughs> he, design, he designs. He's he designs. Uh, well, he's, he builds motorcycles. They build or designs motorcycles. I don't actually know if he builds anything anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and they aftermarket part company now at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, mass He was part of that group, though. Billet stuff. Roland Sands was part of that group that bank. Well, yeah, because his company is owned. Mm -hmm. Roland Sands, the company designs. Yeah, was by, owned by the the larger by corporate Mag. group. Um, but anyway, that show is pretty sweet. And if, for anybody that's interested, it is available on amazon? amazon yeah something like that so anyway um so anything you know any publicity for the motorcycle industry is a good publicity even if it is orange county choppers or big dogs or just whatever at each other though huh i swear i went to his website and he had a, a motorcycle with a gas tank just had grenades on the side of it <laughs> <laughs> like, like somebody's gonna want that it was just like grenades and spikes that was like the whole, it was like a dinosaur, like an army dinosaur motorcycle. An army dinosaur motorcycle? And I, I think the rear wheel was like a 450 inch tire. 
it was like hella wide <laughs> it's like so i'm like you just ride this into a wall oh we done driver yeah we don't have to be done but I this queued, is I so this is saw black doing his newest release water tower yeah, sorry, Corey. I uh, I'm steering this train into a ditch. What am I? <laughs> what was it that I was doing this time? Wherever you want to steer. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I just figured that we kind of had maybe gotten off track a little bit. I can make fun of American Chopper all day long. Or Lance Armstrong. Or Lance Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> that dude took drugs one time, and then now we get to make fun of his one testicle. But he he only had one testicle before that. I know. Remember, he used to be like this hero, and then it came out that he was like changing his blood every night and stuff, and like all his yeah. Like, that's what happens with the internet. Got stripped away. I didn't even know he did any of that stuff. <laughs> you were I just, just making fun had, of him. Yeah, I just knew he had one testicle, and he he rode bicycles. He's really good at riding bicycles. So he was doing his own oil changes. Yeah, man. So and vo- then he voided his warranty. I think like taking like oxygenated blood or something replacing his blood with extra oxygen blood wow in the hotel room at night was it like seltzer water mm-hmm. you basically put seltzer water in your veins That's and you go real fast up on a mountain in France I like this alright alright y'all thanks everybody for listening don't oxygenate your blood. <laughs> uh, if you like what you hear, tell a friend. Subscribe. Pass it on. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. Uh, and come visit us. Come visit us, 1600 Valley Road, Richmond, Virginia. Uh, give us a call, 804-34... What is it? 344-3706. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Janine Frame. Speaking of which, I heard Tripper's back on Instagram. Tripper's on Instagram. Don't find him. He's private. <laughs> Uh, and then on what's the new one? Vero. 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 Everybody's on Vero. Except right, me. Y'all. You can't find me anywhere. Okay, bye everybody. <laughs>